Cantonese kids. I'm Rose and I'm Zara and together we're presenting this weekly podcast about what's going on in our world today. Each week we cover top stories across world news, politics, science, technology, entertainment and arts. Happy New Year everyone, this is Zara welcoming you all back after the winter break. I hope you all have had a restful break. This week we'll be updating you on a couple of the very recent news stories. We'll be starting with the exciting news of the coronavirus vaccine rollout. We will also be talking about the new lockdowns that many people in the UK find themselves in. Finally, we'll be talking about the very shocking riots in Washington DC. I'm determined to start this year on a positive note. So our first story of this year is about the rollout of the coronavirus vaccines. Now, as you know, a few companies were working on developing a vaccine against COVID-19. A vaccine has been developed by two companies called Pfizer and BioNTech, and trials showed that it could prevent up to 95% of people from getting COVID-19. Another vaccine was developed by US pharmaceutical company Moderna, which is also thought to be 95% effective in protecting people against coronavirus. There is also a vaccine developed by the University of Oxford and AstraZeneca, and a vaccine developed by a Chinese company called Sinopharm. Well, since our last podcast, there have been lots of developments. On the 2nd of December, the UK became the first country in the world to approve the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine for use. This was followed by the UK also approving the Oxford-AstraZeneca vaccine. The Pfizer vaccine and the Moderna vaccine have also both been approved in the US and the EU. Here in the UAE, the Pfizer vaccine and the Sinopharm vaccine have been approved for use and there are lots and lots of people now being vaccinated. This is really good news in the fight against the virus. However, there are lots of news stories now about how each country has been distributing the vaccine and whether the process is as fast as it could be. Each vaccine requires two doses to be given with a specified length of time between them and there's different requirements for storage. For example, the Pfizer vaccine has to be stored at a temperature of minus 70 degrees Celsius, whereas the Oxford vaccine can be stored in a regular fridge and so it is thought to be the one that might help developing countries where there might not be facilities to store vaccines requiring very low temperatures. In the UK, the authorities have taken the decision to leave a longer gap between the doses so that more people can be protected and this has been a little controversial as some people are worried that the authorities are not following the exact instructions for use given by the companies that manufacture the vaccine. However, before we all get very excited and think the pandemic is over, we have to remember that it will take time for everyone to be vaccinated. Older people and those with chronic conditions like diabetes and high blood pressure, for example, are being prioritised in most countries at the moment. In the meantime, we all have to continue with social distancing and wearing masks. Hello, it's Rose here. Happy New Year! I hope the rollout of the vaccines is fast across the world and we can continue with our normal lives. It has been a very difficult time for many people across the world. Last week, a new national lockdown was announced for England. It means that people have to stay at home except for limited reasons like shopping for food and to exercise once a day. All schools are now closed again for most peoples until the middle of February and moved to remote learning, although certain children, like children whose parents are key workers, can still go to school. 
The Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, said that he had no choice but to impose the new lockdown due to the huge increase in the number of patients in hospital. Recent data for England shows exactly how widespread the virus is, and it is thought that one in 50 people have got the virus. This is England's third national lockdown, but one of the positives this time is that there is a vaccination programme and the government is trying to immunise all the over 70s, the most clinically vulnerable people and frontline health and care workers by the middle of February. In the meantime though, this is a very difficult time for people in England, and in fact the rest of the UK too, as similar measures are in place for Scotland and Northern Ireland. Hello, it's Zara again, and I'm here with our final main news story. Earlier in January, there were lots of riots in Washington, D.C., as supporters of President Trump stormed to the U.S. Capitol building. This is the building where the United States Congress meets to write, debate, and pass laws. Congress is made up of the two parts, the Senate and the House of Representatives. Lawmakers were meeting to count electoral votes and to confirm Mr Biden's victory in the presidential election. There had also been elections in Georgia and the results meant that the Democratic Party, which is Mr Biden's party, had taken control of the Senate, which was previously under the control of the Republican Party. Lots of people, including police officers, were injured and four people died during the riots. President Trump has, as we have discussed in previous podcasts, been claiming that the election result last year was not correct because of fraud, even though he has no evidence that his claim is correct. He had earlier spoken to his supporters and asked them to march to the Capitol to protest the election result. Some of his supporters decided to force their way into the building and brought down barriers and climbed walls. Some were even armed. The protesters that made their way into the building waved US flags and demanded that the result of the election should be overturned. It took law enforcement officials several hours to remove the protesters and secure the building. President-elect Joe Biden condemned the actions of the protesters and said to storm the Capitol, to smash windows, to occupy offices on the floor of the United States Senate, rummaging through desks on the House of Representatives, threatening the safety of duly elected officials. It's not protest, it's insurrection. Former President Barack Obama said that it was a moment of great dishonour and a shame for our nation. And what about President Trump? Well, he posted a video on Twitter where he told people taking part to go home that he can continued to claim we had an election that was stolen from us. He has also called the protesters patriots, which means someone who supports and defends their country. Mr Trump has now been permanently suspended from Twitter due to the risk of further incitement of violence. This week, Mr Trump's opponents in the two houses of Congress have been calling for him to be removed from the office immediately. They have been asking Mr Trump's cabinet to remove him from office using the 25th Amendment to the US Constitution, which allows the vice president to step up if the president is unable to perform his duties owing to amendment or physical illness. The events in Washington DC have shocked lots of people and many people now think that Mr Trump isn't fit to stay in office and should be removed. Whether he is or not, it's not long to go now until Mr Biden's inauguration as president. 
That's all for this week. I hope you enjoyed our show and thank you for listening.